Don't get caught up in shiny new toy syndrome. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Really looking forward to diving into another episode with you today. But before we do, just a couple of things I want to mention. First, never miss another episode of the podcast. Did you know that you can listen to all the previous 50 episodes simply by jumping online at vopreneur.com? All of them are there in the archive available to listen online or to download as well. And don't forget, while you are at vopreneur.com, click on the shop button, pick up your own vopreneur tee or hoodie or voiceover tee or hoodie and represent this thing that you do in this industry that you love. You can also subscribe wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. And that includes Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Once again, you never have to miss one of these episodes. What we're going to be talking about today is something that I think is really important and something that I think is sometimes overlooked. You know, We started out the episode by talking about falling for the shiny new toy syndrome, right? What we're going to dive into today is the importance of not forgetting about all the amazing clients that you already have while you are in pursuit of all of the amazing clients that you are looking to add into your business. So in Canada, there are basically only a couple of legit cellular providers. Now, there are a lot of smaller ones, a lot of independent ones, but Overall, there's only two or three that are a really big deal across the country. And it does create a very unfortunate scenario for consumers like myself, because where a lack of options exist, so does a lack of competition. This is why there's supposed to be antitrust laws that are supposed to protect consumers and keep this from happening. But in Canada, still very much a thing. So when you basically have two providers that are holding a near monopoly, Finding a great deal on a mobile plan and a phone is highly unlikely. I am envious of every single one of you that is listening to this in the United States right now with your unlimited talk and text and data cellular plans for like 40 bucks a month. Because my average cell phone bill for my wife and I is about 250 bucks a month. And we have four gigs of data to share between the two of us. It's ridiculous. When my wife and I got married, I tried to get us together on a mobile plan. She was with one company. I was with the other company. And since her contract had recently expired, I decided we would check with her provider first and let's find out what our options were. So we chatted with a fellow behind the counter for a few minutes and I was absolutely floored by the deals that he had to offer. But here's the thing. If I decided to go to my wife's provider, I could get a brand new phone and a somewhat decent package for less 
than what they were offering her to stay. That's right. She's been a loyal customer of the company for many years, but apparently that doesn't matter much to this particular company because the contract they were offering her was $15 a month more than what she was currently paying, and she was going to have to pay for a new cell phone. But for me to come over to her company, I was offered a plan for less money per month, and it came with a free phone. It's ridiculous. So then we decided, let's go have a conversation with my provider. And guess what happened? It was the exact same result. They offered Mary Ellen a far better deal as a new customer than they offered me as an existing customer. An existing customer who had been with them for more than a decade and paid them who even knows how many thousands of dollars in cell phone fees over the years. It's crazy. Now, when I'm coaching voice actors on marketing, one of the very first places that I tell them to start is with their existing client list. And I ask every single person the same couple of questions. Question number one, how many clients do you have that you haven't reached out to in six months or more? How many clients do you have that you haven't reached out to in a year or more? And almost every time they are embarrassed to realize how many clients they have, people who have previously paid them for voiceover work that they haven't spoken with in far too long. What's happening? We're getting so caught up with the shiny new toys that we forget the toys that we already have. So on the flip side of this, I do ask them about their efforts in finding new leads and finding new clients. And more often than not, they can always tell me about the efforts that they've put into trying to generate new work. And that could come in a lot of different ways. It could come from their own marketing. It could come from their agents. It could come from casting sites. But the question that I'm always left asking is, why do we so often forget about our existing voiceover clients? Why are they the first ones to fall between the cracks? Why are they the first ones to go out of sight, out of mind? Let me give you a couple of things to think about. Acquiring a new customer can cost five times more than retaining an existing customer. And you might not think that that's true in voiceover because maybe you're not spending a lot of money on customer acquisition, but what you are spending is time. So let me put it this way. What takes you longer? To send an email to an existing client who's hired you multiple times in the past just to reconnect and catch up with them, or to do a Google search to find a new lead, get onto that new lead's website, try to find out a few things about that new lead that you're going to use in your introductory email, Try to find the actual name of the person and an actual email address that you can send an introductory email to outside of just an info at or hello at or contact at, and then actually send that email and then go through the process of a follow-up in a week or a follow-up in 30 days and maybe a follow-up 30 or 60 days after that or whatever. Which one takes more time? So... When we say acquiring a new customer can cost five times more than retaining an existing customer, we're not strictly talking about dollars and cents. We're also talking about the time investment that goes into new customer acquisition for us as voice actors. Here's another one for you. Increasing customer retention by 5% 
can increase your profits from 25 to 95%. Are you familiar with the 80-20 rule? Basically, the way this applies to your voiceover business, 80% of your income is probably coming from about 20% of your clients. Keep that core 20% of your clients happy and your income is going to continue to grow. But lose anybody in that core and it is going to have a profound impact on your overall income for the year. And one more statistic for you. The success rate of selling to a customer you already have is 60 to 70%. Put another way, getting another voiceover opportunity from a client that you have previously done a voiceover opportunity with, that success rate, about 60 to 70%. Now, the success rate of selling to a new customer, 5 to 20%. Going after the new customers is hard. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying in this episode. I don't want you to misunderstand this as stop finding new clients. That's not what I'm saying. Obviously, we always want to be on the lookout for new leads. I'm the guy that encourages voice actors to go out and find 20 new leads every day. But while you're doing that, it is essential that you don't forget about the relationships that you've already got established. That you don't forget about the clients who have already been loyal to you. The clients that have already sent you money. They've already paid their invoices. Don't focus so exclusively on the new that it comes at the expense of the old. I was embarrassed. And if I'm being honest, I was a little bit offended that my current provider would offer my wife a far better deal than they would offer to me as a loyal customer. And it's that sort of customer service, or lack thereof, I suppose, that would make me want to take my business elsewhere. So you need to make sure that you're not making the same mistake in your voiceover business. So there's a couple of things that I want you to think about. A couple of strategies that you can use to make sure that this doesn't happen. First thing I want you to do when you're done listening to this episode, I want you to look back on your 2019 invoices. Every single one of them. Whether there's a dozen of them or there's 300 of them. I want you to look back on every single one of your 2019 invoices and I want you to start with the ones that you issued in January of 2019 and I want you to work your way through till December of 2019. And I want you to make sure that you have had a recent communication with every single person off of that invoice list. And depending on how many people that is and how many invoices that is, maybe that's going to take you a day to do. Maybe it's going to take you a week to do. But that's where I want you to start right now. Let's forget about new lead generation for a couple of days. And let's just focus on the people that are already in our database who are already that much more likely to hire us because they have already hired us in the past. Remember, the success rate of selling to a customer you already have is 60 to 70%. Now, that doesn't mean that when you go back through your old invoices and you start reaching out to these people that they are immediately going to hire you for voiceover work. But what you are trying to do is bring yourself top of mind with them. You don't want them to forget about you. So that's the first place that you're going to start. Go back through your 2019 invoices and connect with all of those people that hired you for work last year. Touch base in some capacity. Reach out to them via email. And I'm not talking to be very clear 
about just going out and doing a mass email to all of your previous clients. I'm saying take the time to email each one of them individually. Find some sort of personal thing to say based on your relationship, your work history, project that you've worked on, something that you found off their social media recently, whatever it is. Send individual emails to all of those people. Now, when you're done working on your 2019, I want you to go back and do the same thing for 2018. And I know some of you are immediately pushing back in your mind saying, but Mark, that was two years ago. It's too late. Well, let me put it to you this way. They're already not hiring you right now. So really, what have you got to lose by trying to reestablish that connection? What do you have to lose by trying to reestablish that relationship? So exactly what you did for 2019 invoices, you're going to do it for your 2018 invoices. You're going to go back through starting in January of 2018, and you're going to email every single one of those people an individual personalized email, working your way through your invoices all the way up to 2020. That's step number two. And then the third thing that I want you to do is I want you to go through your existing database of prospects. And maybe you're using a CRM and that's going to be really easy to do. You know, if you're using Nimble and and you have a prospect category in Nimble, it's going to be really easy to figure out who your prospects are. I want you to go back through and look at all of your prospects. Who are the people in your database that are marked as prospects that you have not reached out to in more than three months? That's going to be round three of your homework assignment. Every single prospect that you have in your database. And the reason why we're working on prospects next, because the prospects gave you some sort of a positive response when you reached out to them initially. So first and foremost, they responded to you. That in and of itself is a good thing. And maybe that response was something like, we loved your demos, or we'd like to work with you, or we'll add you to our roster, whatever it is. There was some sort of a positive response that resulted in you putting them into your CRM and marking them as prospects. So everybody that is in that database that is marked as a prospect that you haven't had communication with in more than three months, that's where I want you to go through next. Reconnect with all of those people. And again, do it on an individualized, personalized way. It's going to take you a little bit longer. Big deal. This is part of doing business. This is part of marketing. This is part of being the boss of your company. Once you have done those three things, once you've gone through your 2019 invoices, your 2018 invoices, and then your prospect list, whether that takes you a couple days to do or it takes you a couple of weeks to do, going forward, I want you to create a marketing strategy that allows you to stay on top of that. So in addition to finding X number of new leads per day, I'm also going to make X number of touches per day. And that number needs to try to allow you to turn over your database of clients and prospects about every 30 to 60 days. Sit down, figure it out, do the math, make it happen. The larger that your database grows, the more time that it is going to take. Not a bad thing, because obviously the number of people that are in your pipeline, the more potential for growth your business has, and that's a good thing. But I want you to make sure that going forward, you have a strategy in place that doesn't focus exclusively on finding new leads, but has a regular, consistent schedule for keeping in touch with the people who have already expressed an interest in working with you. If you have clients in your database that you have not reached out to in more than six months, there is a pretty good chance 
that you are leaving money on the table. Because somebody else who has done voiceover with them has probably been maintaining contact with them, and that person might be the person that is getting the jobs. You don't want them to forget about you. And if they don't respond to you, don't worry about it because you still got into their email inbox. They still saw your name. And just by seeing your name, that brought you top of mind with them again. So, let me ask you a question. Do you have some old clients that you need to reach out to and take care of today? Better get to it. Guys, thanks so much for checking out another episode of the podcast. Again, don't forget to subscribe so you never have to miss one of these episodes ever again. And you can do that on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and listen to any episode anytime at vopreneur.com. All of them are there and available in the archive. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. And sing. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.